0: have a child who's in the Vancouver School Board system, you're going to want to pay attention to this story. The Vancouver School Board is apparently being accused of banning the public from its meetings. Now, the timing is crucial. There is a $700 million budget that's under scrutiny right now. And Jennifer Reddy is a trustee with the board. She represents one city on a board dominated by ABC. Jennifer, thanks for joining us this afternoon.
1: Thanks for the invite, Robin. Jennifer, can you tell us what's going on there? Yeah, well, it was made uh, aware to me last week that a member of the public wanted to join us uh, for the $700 million budget discussion that began last Monday. Um, and unfortunately, the doors were locked and they were turned away from coming into the public meeting. So can you clarify,
0: have these meetings been closed before or or, or open?
1: Well, for me, uh, this is my second term as a trustee, and so I'm speaking from my experience um, and not on behalf of like the whole board, but for me, um, we have open board meetings. The only time a meeting wouldn't be available to the public is if it's private, Um, and so it's really important that there's clarity on how to access uh, board decision-making processes, and I want to be sure that The folks who participated, who uh, came out for election and elected representatives and those who didn't uh, know how to access the decision-making process. They need to know what's going on at the table. So it's really important to me that it's clear.
0: But this is pretty concerning. Isn't this eroding public
1: trust? Yeah, my worry is that if folks are turned away from public decision-making processes, it will dismiss their input and reduce accountability. Um, Being able to come into the room and meet your decision-makers, see them, um, look at the process taking place is part of the participation that's needed in democracy. So it does worry me that it uh, erodes public trust and distances people from the decisions that will affect them. So I was reading
0: that person who was trying to get into that meeting, that person was told that pandemic measures were in place and that was the reason why this person couldn't get in. Is that the case? Are pandemic
1: measures still in place? It's a good question. If they are, I would want to make it abundantly clear to folks who want to access the board, um, what what that looks like and sort of when that's in place um, and how they can still access. So for me, I, I know that through the pandemic, uh, we learned so much about digital barriers that folks didn't have Wi-Fi at home. Some people don't have devices to connect their kids to online learning. Um, and so sort of, um, Assuming that folks can only join through one pathway limits so much of our ability to serve all the needs of the public by making our decision-making accessible. Were politics at play here at all? Do you think that was happening? Uh, You know, I don't think it's a partisan issue. I I really don't think it's an us-them. I think that anyone who would know what happened would be concerned. Um, We are a public institution, as in any other public institution. Um, It is concerning to me, though, that that experience would take place um, and that we wouldn't respond in an urgent way to... address what the barrier might be. Uh, so yeah, my hope is to work with folks to correct this, to make sure that it's abundantly clear to folks who want to access us how to do that, that the boardroom is open for public meetings.
0: I know you talk about barriers to connecting virtually. Do you have a lot of people who, who check in virtually?
1: It's a good question. I'm not sure how many folks join online. I do recall pre-COVID having folks call me because they've been locked out. So during a meeting, getting assistance with staff to open the door. Um, But this is definitely the first time someone's been turned away from a huge discussion like this budget of $700 million in operating. Um, So I hope it isn't a repeated incident. But I am learning from folks that there isn't lack of clarity in, in how to access the decision making process. Have you heard from a lot of parents? Um, a few uh, individuals who have had experiences uh, as well in other settings, um we have something called a delegation process. It's uh, what, how you come and speak to to us as, um, a, rep, as a representative. Um, and that process requires um, sending an email, sending your notes in advance, and then logging in online through teams. So I've heard some uh, issues with that as barriers um, have been placed where people can't can't navigate that in order to speak to to their electeds.
0: Okay, let's talk about the seven hundred million dollars budget. Higher, lower? What's it like this year?
1: It's a little higher. Um, And actually, you know, it was the first time to see it on Monday. So I'm really looking forward to feedback from people in the public. What's your experience in schools? What do you want to see in the budget? Um, And I need to see you in that boardroom in order to make the decision real because it affects kids every day. It's the difference between hungry kids getting fed, special needs getting the support that they need. Um, So yeah, there's a lot on the line every year with this budget. It's Possibly, to me, the most important decision I make as a trustee. What are the specific
0: programs that are costing more this year?
1: It's a good question. At this stage, um, I wouldn't know enough to actually comment, but the items I will be looking for in the next couple of weeks um, do include how much we're supporting kids who need food programs, how much we're doing to upgrade uh, infrastructure like cafeterias across the city to make sure we're able to feed hungry kids, but also at what rate we're addressing the recruitment and retention issues with staffing.
0: And uh, are there anything, any issues or any programs that you're worried about that could be on the chopping block?
1: Absolutely. I think that's critical and that's why we need the public to be uh, in view of the budgeting process. Um, I don't know what I don't know. I need individuals who are in those classrooms, families who are affected by the system every day to be a part of this so that I know what I'm looking for and I know what I am uh, choosing to do with the budget process. So I think that's a great question and one I'm open to and would love uh, more uh, input from individuals on, on what they'd like to see. And what's the deadline for approving the budget? For approving the budget, um, it should come to a board meeting on May 1st. Um, However, there's two opportunities to make a request to speak to the board. So that's April 19th as well as April 24th. And you need to make your request the Wednesday before those dates uh, by email in order to get a spot to speak. So I strongly encourage folks to do that. Um, And if you need help navigating, definitely get in touch.
0: So hopefully the, the meeting will be open for people to express their concerns?
1: Agreed. Yes. And thank you. And I think this is hopefully raising awareness that it is open for people. Uh, The budget process is public.
0: Okay, Jennifer Reddy, uh, trustee with the Vancouver School Board. Thank you for taking the time to speak to us this afternoon. Thanks for your
1: time, Robin. Take care.